Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On The Pace on a Monday morning. It's nice to be back joining you again to talk all things harness racing. I'm Michael Guerin, and I hope you have had a great start to your Monday morning, either if you're in New South Wales or listening to us on the TAB app around Australia. Got a really busy show for you this morning. Shortly, we're going to talk to the man who does the steering behind the new superstar of Australian harness racing in Ladies in Red. Then Josh Gallagher is going to join us. We're going to talk about Newcastle today. He has an excellent book of drives. And later, not such a nice story. A story from Monique Burnett in Victoria, who and her mother Rita had a tragedy at their stable last week. We're going to talk about that. A very difficult story. Monique has agreed to join us after they lost, shockingly, 12 horses in a stable fire last week. We'll talk to her in about 20 minutes' time. On a more positive note, Nathan Jack is a guy who has had a tricky last couple of years and he is back doing what he does very, very well, which is driving good horses to win good races. He went to Albion Park in Brisbane on Saturday night and Nathan, you found yourself behind a proper horse because Ladies in Red won the Rising Sun like a mare who could one day be an all-time great. Mate, um, we're just getting a little bit, a little bit quiet in the background. If you could just put the, the phone a little bit closer to your mouth, Nathan. I know you're probably working. We'd appreciate it. Let's talk about Ladies in Red because she led and had a relatively easy time, but she ran away from them in the three hundred and five thousand dollar race like a very, very good horse. You've sat behind good horses. You've sat behind top horses. How good is she? Yeah, she's she's real good, Mick. Like she's a champion, really. Um, she's just her manners, just everything. Just she's got everything to go with it. You know, you can sort of ask her early, and she just relaxes. You can ask me race, and she just comes back to you. And then you hit the go button, and she's just a different horse. It's just a completely different feeling. The horse ran second the other day. Better Eclipse is a proper racehorse and leaped to fame, even though he's a three-year-old who ran third. He's a very good three-year-old. When you hit the button at the 200 metres, you didn't just beat them, Nathan. You absolutely gapped them. You don't often see that at this level of harness racing. No, that's right. You know, I know Greg probably had to drive his out of his comfort zone a little bit, but we're talking about a horse that runs third in a miracle mile outside you. She just put 10 metres on him in the space of about 50 metres. So that's sort of the way I looked at it. That's what impressed me most about it. That raises a really interesting question. I mean, she's, I, I believe if she returns to Albion Park this Saturday, it'll be Mears racing only, and so will most of the rest of the season. You drove in the Miracle Mile this year, and you won the Newcastle Mile on a horse like Mark Dan, so you understand what these horses need to be like. How would she go in a Miracle Mile, in a Victoria Cup? I know the Inter-Dominion's not her cup of tea, but at that level of racing, how would she go? Yeah, I'm sure she'd acquit herself well. Like I'm, I'm sure she's every bit as good as as good as the ones going round. Like King of Swings off now. Block of Art's got a question mark over him, obviously. Um, Spirit of St Louis probably the main one at the minute. He was probably a fraction disappointing on the weekend as well. But 
I'm sure she, she'd match it with the best ones and they wouldn't want to be giving her a big start, that's for sure. Okay, what do you think the plan is? Because I know originally they were going to go back to Victoria. There's been some talk on Sunday she may stay in Queensland for this Saturday night. Any update on that? I think she's been nominated, Mick, but uh, no, I sort of, you probably know as much as me at the minute. Um, I, I hope she goes round, but only because it just means I'll get the sit on her again. But um, yeah, I don't really know, but I know after that she'd definitely be coming back here and just race her own sex like Bill and Anna. Happy to protect her against her own age with the sex for as long as they can. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I agree. Um, obviously, she's she's owned by the Andersons, and, and they are breeders, so therefore they can go around in the mares' races and breeders' crowns, which will be very short. Do you think there's a possibility, once we get to the end of the season, which of course is December 31, they may roll the dice, because obviously the Miracle Mile's in March, and, and therefore she's not can't be bred even potentially to next season, and they're talking they're going to race her next season. Do you think there's a chance she might head to a Miracle Mile, or... Do you think those are decisions which are a long way away? We're just reading between the lines. We've just I've spoke to Ian a few times and we just spoke about stallions and things like that, and not for ladies in red, obviously. And I, I happened to mention ladies in red, and she said, "Oh, hopefully for not not for a few seasons yet." So that tells me that they have every uh, intention to race on, which is great, great for everyone to get to see her. Uh, and I, I'm sure after a four-year-old season that they they will have to because of, of lack of opportunities against the mares, they'll, they'll have to throw her in the deep end and, and I'm sure she can't see why she wouldn't be like a Blossom Lady or a mare like that, you know Blossom Lady was as good as any of them and tailor-made Lombos and things like that and she's probably better credentialed than those fillies without being disrespectful to them at the same stage Mate, it's incredibly hard for any female horse to beat male horses off level marks. Obviously, in the galloping and wait for age, they get that two kilo female allowance. They don't get that in harness racing. Now, you got the other day, you get the preferential barrier draw, but that doesn't happen in the Miracle Mile, doesn't happen in the Interdominions. If she ends up in those races and she draws mid-pack, she draws five in a Miracle Mile, is she tough enough to still beat the boys because as I said in the gallops, they don't do it very often in a, in a normal situation until they've become Maccabi Diva and they've won some big handicap races. Is she going to be tough enough to beat them? We know she's fast enough, but is she tough enough to compete with the open class horses? Or as you said, with no King of Swing, would next year maybe be the, the perfect chance to try that? Yeah, I'm sure she's tough enough, Mick. I think she's probably more tough than fast, even though she's very fast. She's just very strong. Um, sort of haven't seen the bottom of her yet. Um, even when she's been beat, she's still been hitting the line good. Clayton and Emma always say that she, they just haven't found the bottom of her. and I, th- I think that's probably her biggest asset is her strength. And She's only little in that, but she's got a great stride. And I'm sure that she's good enough to race them best ones. And Like you say, like the Maccabi Divas and all that, but ladies in red like the Maccabi Diva and the Winx of, of the harness racing, really. like She's one out of the box. Mate, it must be exciting to be back on this horse. You spent some time in the harness racing wilderness. It wasn't your fault. It was one of those weird things that happens when things become in front of the courts and it's incredibly hard and things grind away slowly. Now you're back and that's behind you. Is this the type of horse you wanted? Because you've been on some pretty good horses since you got back. But these horses, they're a different kettle of fish, Nathan. Yeah, they are, and it's like oh, I'm just lucky I was in the right place at the right time, and I'm just warming the seat for David Moran until he gets back. But 
Um, yeah, for sure. You know, these are the ones you want to get on, and these are the ones you get out of bed for every morning, Mick. So, forever grateful for Bill and Ann and Clayton and Emma as well. You also drove Majida to win the Fleur de Lille Ladyship Stakes uh, on Saturday night. Now, in any normal stable, she'd be the best mare and she'd be the one they're looking forward to racing this week in the big mares race. But uh, Majida looks like she's probably a length, maybe two, maybe three behind Ladies in Red. Yeah, without being disrespectful to Majida, she's a great mare, but uh, I don't really want to be swapping drives, Mick, that's for sure. No. Mate, okay, let's talk about what else is lying ahead for you. Um, you're a great strike rate driver. You're a very smart driver. Have you got a winner for our Sky Sport Radio listeners? People who, who are listening in, and Nathan, they may not bet on the harness that often, but they think to themselves, this guy sounds like he's know what he's doing. Have you got one for us for the next two weeks people can put in the race tracker or can, can ride up on the fridge? Well, they might have thought I knew what I was doing before, and now they're going to think I've got no idea, Mick. Um, probably Nevada Yankee's my best chance today, but he's going to be short. Um, he should get a good trip and, and probably win. And another one that um, from the stable as well, Occhiano. He, he's drawn out the back and he's pretty unruly. But if he does everything right, that looks to be a winnable race for him. Okay, so that's Cobram today. So Nevada Yankees, your best at Cobram. Yeah. Nathan, it's great to have you back on the radio, mate. Uh, as I said, I'm thrilled to see you back doing what you were born to do because you're an outstanding driver. And mate, I'm glad you had a spin on a very good mare the other day. And Hope that association can continue um, for as long as David is out of the soggy. Yeah, thanks very much, Mick. Appreciate your time. Nathan Jack, one of the really good guys of harness racing there, talking about ladies in red. We will find out later today whether she accepts to go back to Albion Park this Saturday night as the Constellations Carnival continues. Josh Gallagher is one of the outstanding horsemen in New South Wales, so we're closer to home here today. And... He is off to Newcastle today with a good book of drives. Good morning, Josh. Thank you for joining us. Hey, hey Mick, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Mate, mate, I feel good. I've had a bit of a time off. I feel, I'm bouncing. I'm ready to go. I'll tell you what I could do with Josh as a winner because being overseas is quite an expensive business and there's lots of people listening to this who also don't mind a winner. So we're going to ask you for one at Newcastle. Let's start in race one at 1.33 today and you're driving Tiger's Spirit what chance do you give your driving the first on the card? Um, yeah, it's first up um, as a two-year-old, so uh, we're just got to be careful around Newcastle. Haven't seen the track before. Um, I think I'll be to the fence first, and um, I think I'll be end up leading the race. But um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully can hold on to the end. But um, no dramas in the same race. I drove it at the trials last week. Um, it's got wicked turn of speed, so he'll be coming late. Okay, out of the two of them then, from what you know of them, Tiger Spirit versus No Dramas, who's the better winning chance in the first on the card? Um, well, I'd like to say myself, but um, yeah, we're going to have to probably make it a bit of a sane test, so um, yeah, I'd, yeah we'll, have to, we'll have to see who's there at the end, but hopefully it's me. Race two, you're on Athena Babe. You're drawn one on the second line, but you are following out a horse you know well in Big Shadow. Um, any chance you can trail through and still be a factor? Uh, yeah, I, I think um, we'll get a good, good spot here from the favourite end of the race. Um, I think it'll lead throughout over the long, over the long distance. Um, it has tailed off, but um, still in no work early. I think you'll get a good suck along and 
Um, both weeks I'm going to play somewhere. Mate, in race three you're driving Glenn his lad and he's been racing longer than you've been driving. Yeah, he, he's been around. He's um, been a good old war horse for connections. Um, yeah, we're just going to have to slow it across. You don't have a lot of gate speed, so um, yeah, we'll just slow it across in the runner line somewhere and um, someone find run. You're driving one of the locals in the fifth on the card, Artful Babe. Look, looks a nice enough type of horse, but fresh up today and was given a pretty quiet trial last time out. So what chance? Race five, number four. Yeah, it's not an overly strong race, so um, we'll just slow down. Hopefully, stand in a good spot in the runner line, and um, she might be she might be a little bit underdone being first up, but anything she does today will benefit the next run. Okay, the main reason or the thing you're looking forward to most today at Newcastle, race six, number ten, King Tiger. He's a two-year-old. He's had three starts. He went 153 fresh up. He's unbeaten, and he's up against the older horses today from a second-line barrier draw. Will any of that matter? Um, no, I don't. I don't think you'll worry him. It, it is over the long distance here, so um, I do think he's more tough than um, speed. So that works in our favour. Um, we'll just follow out early, and then. Um, back up our mind if we go sit outside them and um, make it a true race. Um, yeah, I'm not not overly worried about this horse. Um, I think he's got plenty, plenty of potential and um, yeah, he's got a good future in, future in his um, long run. He's by Tiger Tara and trained by Kevin Pizzuto who trained Tiger Tara. Um, does it give you some confidence that Tiger Tara, who of course is a son of Better's Delight and won the Inter-Dominion, has potential to be a good stallion? Because he's got himself a good horse early doors and that always helps. Uh, yeah, they um, Kev's got a lovely crop of Tiger Taras. Um, does a good job with them. Um, King Tiger, Kev always tells me he's exactly like Tiger Tara, so fingers crossed, <coughs> just as better as he. All right, mate, the last on the card race eight goes at 5.52 tonight. You're on Stealth Bomber for Lisa McDonald. What do you know about Stealth Bomber? Um, yeah, I don't mind this. I mind this horse a lot, actually. Um, he's always got a good sprint in him. He's very versatile, and um, he can he can roll to the chair if he want, if we wanted to. Um, we'll, we'll get a good, good spot early and um, just see how... All right, Josh, you're also driving tomorrow at Menangle. Most of your drives there are quite long in the early markets. Is there anything worth a look there? Um, oh, Daddy, I think, in race six, draw number two, drops back into a good, handy enough race, and um, I think she'll be an early leader and um, hard to catch. OK, mate, what did you make of... Um of the racing the other night up there in uh, in Queensland, I thought it was a, an interesting night at the races. It seems the uh, the New South Wales horses they were good enough to win the lower grade races, but gee, she's not easy shopping at the top of the market when you've got horses like Ladies and Red in those big races. Yeah, no, it was um, very good to watch. Um, both uh, Victorian horses, first and second, better equipped. They went all the outstanding, and even um, Leap Spain, the three-year-old. Um, I think he'll be very good in the Derby. Um, up there, so yeah, it's an 
be a good couple of weeks of racing. Mate, it's always good to talk to you. We appreciate your time. We know you've got Newcastle today and you'll be nice and busy, so um, we appreciate it, mate. Drive safe and uh, enjoy the spin rounds up there. Hope you get some winners. Cheers, thank you. That's Josh Gallagher, of course, uh, outstanding young driver, one of these many outstanding young drivers we have in this crop coming through in New South Wales. They speak well, they drive well, they're aggressive on the track, and he'll be the man to follow today at Newcastle. The day meeting there kicking off at 1.33, where King Tiger, the son of Tiger Tara, who's doing a good job at stud with very small crop numbers so far, uh, is the pin-up horse for the day. Okay, changing tack, we're heading down to Victoria where Monique Burnett is going to join us. Her and her mother Rita have a stable down there and they had a tragedy last week. They had a stable fire, they lost plenty of their equipment and more importantly they lost 12 horses. Monique, we appreciate you taking the time to join us at what's been a very tricky time for the stable. Um, You must still be in a, a touch of shock because the loss of any horse is extremely difficult for people who love the animals. Oh, yeah, it's literally just been devastating. Actually, this morning's the first morning that I've just, like, flattened out, done. Like, couldn't, didn't even, couldn't even open my eyes. I was like, it's literally just been since Friday morning, well, once, like, we only had a couple of hours of sleep once um, everything, like, settled and sorted, and then we were up first thing, trying to just get everything organised and sort through, and the hardest part was the most devastating thing I think is that the horses they were all owners' horses, which made that that little bit extra harder. We've got to ring up these poor people that have love and have paid up for and left in our care to tell them that their horses have like passed away in this tragedy. Monique, I don't, I don't want to drag you emotionally into this too much, but there's obviously people listening to this who don't know the story, and we'll talk later about how they can help. What do you think happened? Do you know how the stable fire started and, so and what, was, what be, the circumstances? I can't be certain as yet. Like, you know, uh, we haven't actually got anything back in writing, but um, they were speaking, uh, is it the Makita uh, battery charger? So every day after, um, like, we'd finish, we put the um, battery on charge, go home as soon as you get back to work, put it back, like, plug it back into the radio, and off you go. So they're thinking that is what caused the actual explosion. Okay, so what has it left you guys with? Because tragically you lost horses, and we know that is incredibly hard for people, but you've also lost veterinary equipment, you've lost gear, um, what's the extent of the devastation for the stable away from the equine side, Monique? Uh, pretty much everything. Uh, all of our, uh, most of our gear, like all of our uh, race gear, as in like head stalls, dress rugs, everything like that. Um, our, we had two, the two front rooms were pretty much equipped with full vet room, full rug room, um, our feed room. Um, and yeah, pretty much there's, there's pretty much nothing left but a shell of of the barn. Okay, Monique. What what happens now with the horses um, you still have? Uh, I, I presume it's been an incredibly tough time for them, a very traumatic experience. What happens to Burnett Racing in the very short future? Uh, well, at this stage, uh, we had a couple of runners uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night at Bendigo. They've been scratched because just because of the smoke installation and stuff, um, no horse can be worked. Um, like for a cup, like for at least a week, 
also just to make sure it's all cleared out of their lungs before um, you can start, you know, continuing on with work. Um, but as for that and as for, like, you know, gear, being able to work them, we ha- we do, like, we've still got our tie-up rail. Um, my uncle's been working, like, endlessly trying to sort pipes and stuff to get water to where we need it because um, where the shed was, directly next to it that was where our massive like we had our bore we had our big two tanks that supply water to the paddocks and to the house um we had because we did get our water from a bore we had a water purifier so the water would go through the water purifier into tanks and then distributed across the farm so all that's gone as well because that was directly next to the barn all right monique it's it's an incredibly tough time for you and your mother, Rita. Was there a time over the weekend where you thought, no, nah, I've had enough of this, so I, I can't do this again? Or as I would expect from most horse people, was this in your DNA and you're just going to rebuild? That, no, that, as soon as literally Friday morning, we were up ready to go. There's horses um, in our care that need us. Um, they they rely on us and we're just all gonna, we've all literally just bunged together and just push forward, and that's how that's how we've been taught. You, nothing, yes, tragedy, but you can't lay down and cry for too long. You just got to bounce back up. And like Friday afternoon, we were out there feeding up waters, getting water where we can, filling up all the waters around. Like I said, because our water supply was obviously burnt. Um, and yeah, you just got to keep punching forward. Like I said, these horses rely on us, the other horses, and we're there with a 100% um, ready to look after him and push forward. This is the darkest cloud any horse trainer can go through, but there has been at least the smallest of silver linings, and that is a fundraising page was put together by people in the harness racing community to say we would like to help. You must have been stunned by the level of support because I believe the last time I read there was over $100,000 pledged towards that. Uh it's just been absolutely amazing and we are forever, forever grateful for everyone's support, calls, donations. Um, yes, we were lucky we were insured, um, but we did have a massive 24-horse barn, uh, which was full, used all the time, um, but it's not insured. Like, it's not, it's, won't, our insurance doesn't even cover the concrete. Well, it won't even cover the concrete. Um, so just everyone's um, help and support and donations are just so greatly appreciated. And as much as people, like, it's a surprise, like you say, oh, it's a surprise, but our harness racing world, they are amazing people. And every time something tragic happens, regardless how big, how small, we all bind together and help each other out. So as much as it's a surprise, I'm not surprised. Monique, there's going to be people listening to this who might have backed the winner over the weekend, and and they'll be very touched by your story. I'm touched by it, obviously. Anybody who loves horses is, but also we all go through tragedies in life. I know this is probably a little bit more embarrassing, and you don't want to talk about it, but can you please tell us how anybody can get to that page if they would like to donate and be part of the rebuild for Burnett Stables? Um, I think the page is under my cause. I haven't really... Um, I don't really know much about it. My... Um, good friend Bianca Walker who said it and her partner Tara they set it all up um, 
but I'm pretty sure it's under my cause and it's on a few Facebook pages how to get directed to that page. Um, but yeah, any small donation, big or small, um, we've been inundated with like people offering seed and gear, which is amazing. Like um, we had uh, Blake Caruana um, and his father Teddy, they brought up some gear yesterday and my mum's like, oh, yep, beautiful. We can start working again tomorrow. I was like... I'm like, glad you're getting back straight back into it, Mum. So, um, no, just like, yeah, just so appreciative and grateful for all the support and um, all those little donations like that. They've just been amazing. How are you holding together, Monique? How, how are you? Um, anytime people go for that, a, a big thumping in life and they get a gut punch, it's, it's tough. How do you feel? Are you going okay? Um, I'm hanging in there all right. Like, I've tried to be the strong one and punch through and get everything organised and keep everything going because it's not only the devastation of what happened, getting it sorted and going through the right loops and having to, um, you know, do everything the correct way was full on, like, on Saturday, my whole morning from, like, 8 till, I don't even know, 3 o'clock was just literally phone calls, phone calls, just trying to organise the... Um, best way of how we could move the horses and um, do that sort of stuff and everything had to go by the book so it wasn't just okay everyone um, we can just you know shut down and grieve on this like everything had to be sorted to the last detail this morning it's sort of like I've literally I flattened out a bit I'm like okay I'm just a bit drained um, mum she Saturday she was flatlined but Yesterday morning she was up, like every other day, at the farm, doing her job. So we're all doing okay and we're all pushing through. Like I said, we've got animals and horses that rely on us, so we've got to be, we've got to push out ourselves and make sure that they're okay as well. Well, Monique, I appreciate you joining us this morning. Um, I'm sure many of our listeners do. It is a, a tragic event, as anybody who's lost a pet would know, let alone losing 12 horses. So... Um, well done on being so brave. Well done on fighting through this as much as you can. For people who want to support you guys, they can Google Burnett Racing Stables. They can Google my cause or go to my cause and get the information. But Monique, we're looking forward to talking to you in a month or two here on the show when things are back on the rebuild. And please pass on um, our care to your mother, Rita. And we, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us this morning. No, thank you so much and greatly appreciate it for you having us on to share our little story. Okay, that's Monique Burnett here and her mother, Rita, lost 12 horses in a barn fire in Victoria on uh, Thursday or Friday, one or the other. And if you would like to support them, just Google My Cause uh, Burnett's My Cause, Monique Burnett, Rita Burnett, or you can go to harness.org.au, harness.org.au. In the news section there, there's a story about this and there's a link to that page. It's pretty easy to find. You can find it anywhere you want to go. If you backed the winner over the weekend and that story touched you, $10 will go a long way to helping buy a new hosing or something for the Burnets after they went through the most tragic of racing things. Today, we're racing at Newcastle in New South Wales. Josh Gallagher's given us a couple of winners. King Tiger, the main horse to watch out for there. And we watch with interest with a ladies in red the new queen of Australian harness racing returns to Albion Park on Saturday. We'll find out that inside the next eight or so hours. All the information available on harness.org.au. And for the odds, go to tab.com.au.
That's on the pace. I'm Michael Gearan here on a Monday morning. It's good to be back. I hope you have a great day.